Superkicks.com offers cool streetwear and apparel at great prices. Shipping worldwide, thanks to the guys at Superkicks, you can get 10% off your order by using the code SWN at the checkout. That's Superkicks.com, pro wrestling apparel. Welcome to the latest edition of the SWN podcast. I am your host, Billy, as always. I am joined this week by the Punisher, the inevitable Stone Malone. How are you doing? Guys. Uh, so, welcome to the show. I'm, I'm very much looking forward to this, mainly because of the, the, the fan feedback. As soon as I put your name up, uh, being on the show, question after question after question came in. So, uh, yeah, that's... <laughs> So very, very popular, <laughs> but we'll go with the, the easy question, the obvious one that we ask everyone first. How did you get into pro wrestling? Well, it started like one night I was just flicking through channels and I came across this thing called WWE Smackdown. I thought, well, what's this? So I'm sitting watching it and the first thing I see is Hardcore Holly hitting the big show over the head with a swing chair. And from there, I've just been hooked. Like, it was just that one simple thing. I'm like, yes, I need more of this in my life. I think, I mean, yeah, it's, it's, did you think, I mean, you must have been pretty young at that point. It must be, what, 2000, 2001, something like that? 99, uh, that kind of time. Yeah, uh, so, so, must be fairly young. So, was it like, oh my God, this guy's literally just hit this guy in the head with a chair? Yeah, because I'm just like, looking at the big show, I'm just like, all right, he's a lot bigger than the other guys. So, I just thought he's going to, beat him up eventually and then when Hardcore Rolly just sat about him in that chair I was like this is amazing <laughs> uh, so from that point onwards then we just just all WWE I mean at that point there would have just been WWE uh, so or, or until the wrestling channel came out, around um, so we just all in any favourites other than Hardcore Holly uh, in your initial watchings um so Hardcore Holly was like my first favourite and then after a few months of watching I grew into loving guys like Brock Lesnar, The Undertaker, John Cena, Rey Mysterio. Like I was just a frequent Smackdown watcher at the time so the, kind of the Smackdown roster were just my favourite guys. So, so that would have been around about like Smackdown 6 kind of time then or just coming into that kind of uh, time Mysterio Edge. Uh, Kurt Angle, the Guerreros, and one we can't mention. Uh, so that would have been around about that time then. So how did you go from watching it to pursuing doing it? Uh, well, it was a bit of fate, I'd like to say. Like, just sitting in the house one Saturday afternoon, my dad was reading his paper as usual, and he said to me there was a wrestling show in Airdrie. And, I said, and he asked me if I fancied going to it. I said, aye, sure, why not? So we go along. And we're sitting, we're sitting watching the show, and then it's the half-time break, and the MC announced that the company who was running the show had a school. And I said, I said to myself, I'm going to look into this. So I just went one week just to watch to see what it was like. And then I liked what I saw, and I just went back, and I've been at it ever since. So how, how old were you when you started then? About 17. Okay, so kind of like old enough to, um, your body's kind of developed and ready to go. I was like, you're, you're 12 and and uh, yeah. hitting the ropes, things like that. So how, how well, was that first session, uh, hitting, the, hitting the ropes, hitting the mat? I was all right, man. Uh, it was different, because at first I thought I was going to learn how to take bumps and all that like from the very beginning but no it was like mostly chain wrestling and all that I started with and then eventually just built up from there so it was a slow process but it was a good process. Uh, I think I, I spoke to, to Ewan a couple of weeks ago uh, an episode that will go out in the future in, in our current timeline um, yeah. He was he was like he was very surprised when he went in thinking oh he's gonna he's gonna run the ropes he's gonna jump off the top turnbuckle and he went in and it was just mats yeah so is that pretty much the same experience that, that you had there as well 
kind of because the place we train at, like, it has a boxing ring upstairs, and I thought that was what they used. But sometimes it's actually better just to learn on the mats before learning the ropes because sometimes you can learn too much and then you just can't really process all of it at the one time. I mean, that's the way I think, anyway. But yeah, we're again, when I was speaking about it, we were kind of discussing that. Once you learn how to wrestle without ropes, you're kind of sorted for any eventuality. If if a if a rope breaks or or uh, whatever the the ring doesn't arrive and you end up having to actually just go on mats and stuff like that, so it's, it's definitely yeah. very much a, a good learning experience. So it was a TJ Rage that initially uh, took I, your training. My head coach, him and uh, I'd like to see Craiger help me a lot with my training as well, like. At the time I started, Krager was still technically a trainee, but he was experienced enough where, like, if TJ had a big class, he could like, pair me off with Krager, so Krager could show me some stuff as well while TJ was working with others. So I'd like to say that the both of them basically helped coach me. I hear, I hear Krager's name. Oh, I, I love Krager, but I hear Krager's name coming up a lot when it comes to just uh, developing people or, or at least maybe just like polishing off edges uh especially now because he's gone on to to pretty much be everywhere in scotland not at this moment in time but everywhere in scotland uh, when the shows were actually on um so i'll, I'll go and fire into some of these fan questions because there's so many i just want to try and get through some of them uh, before we keep going so i'm gonna just go for right twitter ones are super random so we'll, we'll go with the, the facebook ones because they're a bit nicer and I think uh, I think your mum may have asked a question, so let's uh, so we'll go with that. Um, <laughs> so we've got we've got Ryan Hamill first of all. He's just go ask him if he knows there's a pandemic going on. A what? A pandemic. What's that? What's going on? <laughs> it's a kind of joke. Like I recently <laughs> got a tattoo, and uh, someone commented on it saying. You do realise there's a pandemic going on. I I passed her comment, but then like a guy I know that works in a tattoo shop essentially explained to her how it was actually safe, and then a whole big argument started between her and just some of my pals, and oh, it was just bizarre. <laughs> I, I'm currently waiting for a tattoo. I, I booked a tattoo for my thirtieth birthday. I was back in July, and oh. I'm just, I'm still waiting to get a, an update. I've paid a deposit, and I'm waiting for an updated. Uh, date for it. Um, strangely enough, because I'm speaking to yourself, it's it's the Avengers 6, uh, the uh, tattoo that all the, the, the original cast got, um, Mark Ruffalo, but like a bit more jazzy, but that was the thought, but yeah, I'm still waiting. And it's at this point, what, three months, three, four months, or, or when if, when people listen to this, it'll be uh, four months since since I booked it. Um, you love the Avengers, that, or or just Marvel in general, or are you quite happy with with DC anything, comic wise? Like comic wise and animated wise, I'd say DC's really good. Like, but I don't think their live action films are as good as what they could be. I'm sorry if I offend any DC fans out there, but watching Justice League, I was just not impressed compared to like the MCU movies, like every MCU movie, I can just sit and watch and be tuned into it from the start to the end. But for some reason, I think DC kind of lack in that department. I, I got a, a slightly not legit copy of Justice League and uh, the copy cut out 10 minutes before the end. I still haven't seen those 10 minutes. And that was... <laughs> That was two two years ago, maybe, I started watching. I was like, oh, this, this hasn't made sense at all. But it's almost finished, and it's finished. Ah. <laughs> so, it does that. Like At one point, you're like, okay, I'm, I'm with the storyline, and then next thing you know, you're like, all right, what's going on now? Like It just changes so much. I think that's the only issue with Justice League, really. I mean, if it wasn't for Jason Momoa playing Aquaman, I don't think the film would be worth watching at all. I've still got to watch Aquaman. I'm so behind on the, on the DC ones just because they're so difficult to watch, some of them. Um, but I've, Shazam, I love Shazam. 
that's kind of the most in tune MCU kind of movie that they've got so far. Um, and of course, I'm going to go watch Black Adam because it's got The Rock. I have to watch that. Um, so I've got Anne Marie Johnson, uh, as I said, possibly a mum. Uh, when do you think you'll be on NXT UK? I'd like to see maybe 10 years' time. I would say five, but I still think I've got quite a lot to learn. And with this pandemic and the lockdown, like I'll need to tune my skills up again. So there'll still be a lot of learning and then relearning to do. So I'd say maybe 10 years' time from now. Have you had a chance to, to do any training? Because um, I know some places... Well, not right this second, but some places are starting to open up again for one-to-one or small group training. Have you had a chance to to get in about that? Not yet. Like, I've looked into it, but I've just not went and, like, booked a session for anywhere yet. But, excuse me, I have uh, looked into it and I'm probably considering maybe looking into a one-to-one session maybe next month. Uh, WE, I'm, I'm guessing just because I know he's doing one-to-one sessions, that'd be with uh, FPWA. They seem to be the one that's kind of open round about the, the central belt at the moment. That's kind of the go-to. Yeah, pretty much. Like, I know there are a few schools doing it, but like, FPWA are like the big ones, so it will most likely be them, yeah. Excellent. And uh, one, I think there was one more. Well, there was two, but one's disappeared. So I don't know who asked it. Uh, but someone did ask, why are you so handsome? <laughs> but that disappeared. I don't know. I, I think it might be David, possibly. Uh, uh, David, I think I saw that question. Um, to answer his question, I'd maybe say it's a good haircut, a good trimming of the beard, and being a Motley Crue fan. Well, I, I have neither of those, none of those things. So that's, that's worrying. Uh, but... <laughs> We'll, we'll carry on uh, with, with that with that world breaking uh, news that I have. I don't want to off here to cut beard. I'll, I'll maybe the beard. Um, and the final question I had on Facebook was Cameron Finlay, uh, of course, former Logan Storm on uh, wrestling. Uh, what's your future plans in wrestling? Just to like build my name up essentially. Like I'd like to be a household name around the UK. Like. If I ever get to the point where NXT UK or WWE sign me a contract or anywhere else like Impact or AEW, I mean, I'd be happy, but being like a household name in the UK is my main goal, really. So that's what I'd really like to achieve. So, uh, Wilds Dream would be like 2030. Uh, Glasgow's hosting, Hamden's hosting uh, WrestleMania, and you're in the main event. That'd pretty much be it. Yeah, like. I'd retire on that. That would be my thing. I'd do it. That's it. That's my retirement moment. No, it wouldn't get higher. Um, so, <laughs> as you can tell, these these shows are just don't have any structure because I've asked loads of like ender questions right at the start. Um, but mm-hmm. like I say, the the ones on Facebook, uh, ones on Twitter are super random. So we'll kind of leave them a little bit later on, and it also gives you a bit more time to think of Brent Carter's question, uh, which. I should have really thought about it as well because um, I think I think actually have answers for his question. Like when he asked it, I really took some time to think about it, and I believe I have like my answer. Right, so we'll we'll come back to it while I think of some as well. Um, so started what have I got? I've got two thousand and sixteen. Would that be right? Your first match, or is that when you we started training? Uh, 2016 was my first match, yes. The end of 2015 was when I just started training, so. Okay, so quite quite a quick, you said it was a long journey, but that seems to be quite a quick, um, it, was, it was just a showcase match, or first of all, or? Uh, was I, throwing uh, it was a, like, an academy attack show, it was called. It was essentially just for all the students at the time, for them to let showcase their skills. To, it was like more of a family and friends type of show, but there was the occasional like other person who was involved with wrestling who'd be there as well, just in case somebody like caught their eye and 
a chance to get booked in other companies and stuff like that. So yeah, it was a nerve wracking time. Yeah. So so um, what I always seem to ask when we, we talk about first matches is. Um, you feel like you've got the, the moves down, you've got the movement and all that, the, the, the falls, the bumps and what have you. Uh, but what was it like trans, like, it was family and friends, of course, but what was it like going in front of a crowd and trying to get them to react and, and get them to be either on your side or against you? What was what was your thoughts going to that? Well, I was nervous because, like, my debut match, I was teaming with TJ Rage, so we wanted the crowd against us. So we come out and my entire family and friends are sitting in one big section and the minute I came through the door, they popped and then I said to myself, oh, it's going to be hard to get the crowd against me now. Especially as I was walking round the ring, my mum jumped up and actually just cuddled me as I was walking round the ring and I'm like, this is ruining my image, mum. <laughs> down. So, but, but, did you, did you were able to turn around was it, or to TJ kind of take it by a scruff of the neck and go, right, I'll get everyone to boo me and I'll just go to you as well? Uh, kind of both. Like, after I got away from my family and friends, like, all our kids in the crowd were like, oh, he's obviously a good guy. So they, they were trying to high five me and I was just doing the odd, but I go for it and then pulling the hand away or just completely ignoring them. And then, like, if there was someone. I didn't know cheering in the crowd. I'd tell them to shut up, the, the usual stuff. So it was hard to bounce back from all that popping, but we managed to bounce back there from the help of TJ as well. Well, that's that's definitely a skill then. Uh, the, I mean, it's like a, a baptism by fire. You're just like, go out going, right, I'm bad, I'm bad, I'm bad. Ah, oh, mum, no. <laughs> but it, it, it works. But... Um, I actually have that uh, team with TJ as one of my notes here. So that's fine. That's that one uh, kind of crossed off. Tag teams, though, uh, you're more commonly, well, last uh, when the shows were around, um, as Patter and Batter with you yeah. and Aurora. Um mm-hmm. I asked him, because I've until I actually asked him about the, the team name, I had in my head the Batter was meaning like a chippy. What's your chip <laughs> shop order? And it took me to just about to ask, so what's your chip shop order to go? Bar isn't that, is it? It's 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 not that at all. Uh, but I'll ask you the same question. What's your chip shop order? Depends on the time of day. If it's the afternoon, I roll in chips. If it's dinner time, a sausage supper. Batter smoke or just sausage? Ooh, going to bad. Yeah, definitely. Um, if you if you have your light switch nearby, I can barely see you. So if you pop that on, <laughs> it's the joys of winter. Excellent. Now I can now, now I can see why you're so handsome uh, with the haircut. <laughs> Grand. Uh, as as we sit there with, with uh, I love your t-shirt. This is this is going to go nowhere for anyone on the uh, on on the actual podcast feed, but. Uh, that t-shirt is actually very similar to the Spider-Man oh. tattoo that I have, so I love it. Uh, I've I've also dressed for the occasion with an Avengers tee with a bit of Thanos on there, uh, because of course I'm speaking to the inevitable Stone Malone. Um, other companies that you've worked with uh, last since you started, uh, of course, being Pro Wrestling Scotland and Pro Wrestling Innovation, uh, led respectively by TJ Rage and uh, Kiger. Uh, which is handy, so at least you're familiar with those kind of environments. But um, the match that you had, I think it was, was it Pro Wrestling Scotland? It was against Liam Thompson, uh, one of your, yeah. your favourite matches, you actually you tweeted to uh, say. Uh, what was it like going into the ring with, with someone with the experience of Liam Thompson? Oh, I was, I was sweating buckets before I got into the ring. Like when, I, when TJ told me that's what the match was going to be, the nerves instantly hit me. And then when it came to the day of the show, I was okay until I saw him walk in. I'm like, oh, God. Like, because look, Liam is, like, a, he's a legend, like, not just in Scotland, but like, all around Europe. So, like, being able to go into the ring with someone of that skill and with that much of a legacy, it was a great honour. 
and I hope that he was happy with the match itself. But oh, I was just nervous, nervous got to me so badly. What I love about Liam is I don't think he knows how revered he is because I've I've met him very briefly when uh, there were shows getting run up in Inverness for rock and wrestle, and uh, everyone was in their I was I was part of the the staff. I put out the chairs and I transfer I ran folk to the to the train station or what have you, and uh, I was sitting there nervous because of course there's wrestlers everywhere, um, and in come Liam Thompson. Well, I was with the, the staff and he just came in and went, oh yeah, handshake everyone, went, all right, have a good day, and left. That was it. I was like, you're Liam Thompson. <laughs> but, but yeah, it was. he's just he's an incredible very, man. Oh, he's, he's so lovely. Like, in the locker rooms and even out of the locker room, he just looked one of the best people to be around, I'd say. So that would have been, I would say, a bar. TJ Rage be one of the more experienced people you'd be in the ring with. Uh, although you have faced Johnny Lyons as well, who's just recently retired last year uh, for was W3L. He did, the, did some of the gala shows. Um, so what was it like going into I mean, W3L? Totally different environment. Uh, what was it like going into that kind of uh, locker room and, and meeting a different set of, of eyes and team and wrestlers? I was a bit nervous at first because like, obviously I wouldn't know them as well as I know the guys I'm used to being around with, but I just I done what I've been taught to do, like go up to them, introduce myself, shake hands and that. And like they're all lovely guys really, so no complaints really on meeting them. Like walking in at first you're like, oh I don't know any of these guys, but after introducing yourself and then getting to know them, they're all brilliant guys. I suppose you're all there for the, the same reason as to to put on a show and and yeah, and uh, make sure everyone's safe as well. Um, so right. a lot of the matches you had because you're much like like uh, a lot of the guys from from Airdrie and, and what have you. They you keep your social media super up to date, which makes my life so easy for trying to find results. Um, a lot of the guys you worked with were the guys you trained with. Uh, you and uh, Brian Frank uh, mm -hmm. as well to to name a couple. Um, so I mean, going into that new environment, it must be a little bit easier knowing that you were facing guys that you were training with. Oh, I, it, like, I always say, like, if you know somebody really well, then you can have a better match with them because, obviously, the connection's there. Like, I feel like that's the key to a match. Like, I'm not saying I had a bad match with any of the guys from W3L. I just feel like some of the matches with the guys I've, like, trained with have went smoother because I know... I know them and they know me, so we know. I know what they're capable of, capable of, and they know what I'm capable of. Yeah, you can kind of like trade glances and go right. I know this is what he's thinking, and and this is what I'm yeah. thinking. Uh, and our company that you you've you worked for was uh, Respect Pro Wrestling uh, as yeah. well. So um, I don't have a note of who you were facing, but I've, I've one think it was Drew Marshall. I think was it that you uh, were Drew Marshall once. Yes, that was a good. That was a fun match as well. Again, it was somebody completely different for me to get in the ring with. And it was a good learning experience as well. Because he's obviously, he's got experience down in WAW. So being able to get in the ring with him was a good opportunity as well. And uh, any ones we haven't mentioned so far, any particular favourite opponents that you've had? Or any particular matches that have stood out uh, so far? Um, there was one gala match where it was me against you in a row, and it was on the day of my birthday as well. Uh, wasn't really many fans there, sadly, but the match itself was good fun, and I, I wouldn't mind having a rematch with you and like on a like proper show when they start back eventually, because I feel like me and him, even though we are trying to get ourselves known as a team. I feel like we could have a really good match together. And uh, so, speaking of, of when the shows start up, then when they do, whenever that may be, uh, is there any companies or, or matches that you have your your eye on is with, within the immediate year? Um, there's some, but 
I'm that way. I'd like to just like wait for the opportunities. Like, see within like pro wrestling Scotland, pro wrestling innovation and uh, respect. Like, their companies have already been like had matches with. So just like sticking with them when the shows start back and then eventually branching out to other companies like WrestleZone and Bear City as well. Uh, I'd like the opportunities eventually, but uh, when the shows do start back, I think it'd be easier just to like get myself back into a groove with like pro wrestling Scotland and pro wrestling innovation. Absolutely, uh, I think those those two companies especially are going to be ones to to keep, keep an eye out for uh, them too, and I would say Discovery as well would be the the three yeah, ones yeah. I would be like very interested what after after everything that's gone on uh, over the summer what and the lay of the land those three companies have got quite a quite a, a task to kind of just take take everything by the, the the reins and just just try and push it as much as they can and yeah cer- certainly uh looking forward to seeing what what they can do as well um so we'll go back to to your uh moniker it was the punisher for a bit uh, which of course i'm assuming is, is reference to your massive punisher t- tattoo there uh and then of course now it's the inevitable which uh, is very much uh, reminiscent of thanos so mm-hmm. we spoke about mcu and you, you, you enjoy the dc uh, comics and and uh what was it the cartoons and and and, and, and that uh, so was comics always you kind of growing up that and wrestling was there anything that is that your hobby, reading comics as well? Kind of like, I'm probably going to get a lot of growlers for this, but I didn't really read much of the comics when I was younger. But like, I watched the cartoons and that because they were always on Cartoon Network, like Spider-Man, the occasional Avengers episode and like the Fantastic Four. So it was like mostly them. And then like, as the older I was getting from watching these and then the live action films starting to come out, it was just like, oh, that's so-and-so from that cartoon. So I just went and watched and instantly became a fan. I'm exactly the same. I mean, I'd say I'm a huge Marvel fan, but really I've only went back and read very occasional comics because of the cartoons and because of the films. I mean, um, my, my, favorite cartoon growing up was the x-men animated series it yeah, was the best it had the best theme tune and then you had spider-man yeah. as well uh, i used to mind waking up at when i used to was gonna make me sound so super old but i had a paper round uh when i was younger and i would get up on channel four they would have uh the old 1960s spider-man uh, animated yeah. and then you'd have rubbish like the hoops um but yeah it was that that was I loved it. I love Spider-Man at his best. And that's why I'm super excited. Hopefully at the time of recording that it's been confirmed that we're getting Spider-Verse. But for it. Like I've already seen like some possible fake news that it has been confirmed, but every time I see it I get that little bit excited because if Tobin McGuire comes back, like I mean the movie the movie's just gonna be absolutely perfect. Honestly, if if uh I go to the cinema and I don't see them at all for the whole film and the post-credit scene pops up and it's Andrew Garfield, Tobey Maguire, then Deadpool shows up, I might just melt um, and just be have to be scooped, scooped <laughs> him because I'll just be too excited to function. Um, yeah. <laughs> so, favourite superhero then? It's a toss-up between Captain America and the Punisher for me. All right, so kind of, kind of the two sides of the coin there, because you've got your Captain America, straighter than the straight, and then you've got the Punisher, who's very much the anti-hero uh, yeah. of of the whole kind of thing. I haven't actually, with, with the expanded ones, the ones on Netflix, I still haven't actually watched Punisher. Um, I quite enjoyed it with Daredevil, but I haven't actually seen Punisher yet. Um, uh, I've seen the Punisher season as the best ones. I mean, that, that may just be because I'm very biased, but I do believe the Punisher the, out of the Marvel shows on Netflix is the best one to watch. What I do remember, though, is Punisher beating up Kevin Nash uh, in the 
2003 film was it? The the he was the Russian. That was yeah, 2004, I believe that was. Yeah, with Tom Jane starring as the Punisher, I'd still say that's. I'd still say that movie is better than the series. I don't know if it's just because that was like my first real glimpse of the Punisher, and I just thought the movie and the character were brilliant. But, like, to me, in my opinion, Tom Jane was a better character as the Punisher than uh, something Bird Berthnall. Um, yeah. Something, yeah, I know what you mean. I'm sure everyone listening screaming now going, it's this guy. But, <laughs> but uh, So we're going to head to the Twitter. There was a big conversation between myself and Grant McIver about Westlife that we'll try and avoid uh, going through because I don't know how we end up with that. But yeah, so <laughs> I, I put the, the post out on Twitter on the whatever day. And the first question that pops up was from Adam, one of our writers, Adam Morrison. He's put Heart Dynasty Tyson Kid or Brass Ring Club Tyson Kid? I'd say Brass Ring Club because I think that was his best run in WWE, like, teaming with Cesaro, and then his singles run in the NXT, like, that was all just perfect. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's a shame that, well, fingers crossed that when you see there's videos popping around at the moment with him uh, training again, you never know. Might might see one final run for Tyson, Tyson yeah. Kidd. Uh, other questions we got, okay, I'll go for date order. We've got Yuna Raw from uh, one half of Patter at Batter. I think he's he's Patter, and you're Batter. Am I right in thinking that? Uh, 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 he's put, how many McFlurries is too much McFlurries? So, grammar aside. Experience four. Is there such thing as too much, though? There's no such thing, but like in one sitting, I'd say four is too much. So if you're if you're if you've got a second tray, uh, that then it's too many. That's that's it. We paper cup things. Uh, once you yeah. over, overflow that, that's it. Okay. Uh, what's your what's your McFlurry flavor? Dairy milk or Oreo? It was so Oreo for a brief while, but now that dairy milk's back, it's going to be dairy milk. Yeah, I like Smarties. I'm like I'm a Smarties guy. Um, I don't yeah. know if they've ever put it out, but there's a big craze at the moment with chocolate orange, and I love chocolate orange uh, in general. So I'm hoping there's going to be a McFlurry chocolate orange for Christmas. I, I think I'm going to get so fat. I've not seen any like confirmations, or I've not heard anyone mention they've had it. So Damn, yeah, if it comes out the same day as, as uh, Toby Maguire signing up for Spider Man, if, I mean, as in our day, that I'll just be like. Well, today can't get any better. Um, <laughs> Bradley Poole came back with, what is your favourite crepes? Oh, probably this nice pair of Air Jordans I have. I'd go and grab them, but they're very far away from me at the moment. Okay, I now know what crepes are, because I thought it was food. <laughs> so. uh, I thought that, but Brad with the lingo, like the roadman lingo, he... He's taught a few folk what crepes are. He actually taught what it meant as well. I I'm, I mean, I'm from, well, I'm from um, a couple of miles away from his hometown. I've never heard of crepes being referring to as, as, as shoes until today. So um, <laughs> I think he, I think he's having his on, to be honest. Never, never heard it of, of it being shoes before. Um, we had, and if, well, I'll go with, we'll get to Brent's one in a second, but I've got uh, Grant McIver, Who's your favourite member of McFly? I see. I feel like I'm going to get a lot of hate for this. I'm not a big lover of McFly, but if I had to say a favourite member, I'd maybe say Doogie. Oh, okay. Yeah, okay. Uh, i supposed to see McFly this year, but that's not happened because, of course, lockdown. Um, and then Jem has came in afterwards saying, can you ask Backstreet Boys or Westlife? Now, it's Backstreet, okay. Favourite member? AJ. All right, classic. No favourite member of Westlife at all, no? Oh, none whatsoever. Uh, well, yeah, uh, then me and Grant discussed Westlife at an incredibly awkward length. Oh, uh, we've also got Jason Hyde here. Uh, who would win a fight, a squirrel or a pigeon? Uh, 
I never see a squirrel because a squirrel, if a squirrel, if the squirrel gets a hold of the pigeon, then it can easily break its neck. The pigeon can fly, you can kind of like grab them and then fly away with it. Well, the pigeons yeah. are like rubbish. Wrinkly, so it could be hard to grab, or if the pigeon somehow does get a hold of it, the squirrel could then get on its back and make it fly into a wall or something. Yeah. And, and pigeons just kind of explode when they hit anything. So, all right, yeah. all right, I'm I'm in agreement with you, squirrel. Then we'll we'll defeat that. And uh, yeah, the the best question that I still haven't thought of any answers for because I've been too busy uh, asking you questions. Uh, cast the Avengers using only Scottish wrestlers. That's from Brent Carter. Right. So, Kaylee Ray as Black Widow. Okay. Liam Thompson as Iron Man. Yeah. Bradley Poole is Hawkeye because of the precision striking. Okay. Uh, for Captain America, well, Captain Scotland in this case, I would have said Lionheart if he was still alive, but sadly that's not the case. So, I see it, yeah. And the Drew McIntyre. Yeah. Incredible Hulk, TJ Rage. Yeah. Who's that? Is that? Leave anyone? Oh, no, no, you start getting some schematics with uh, Ant Man and and uh, War Machine and all that kind of stuff. Um, I think Lionheart would have been a perfect. Well, I know he's he had the the stunning leather jacket for a Wolverine kind of yeah kind of go. The way I looked at it, I tried to like compare the characters to like what the wrestlers like say like. The way I looked at Lionheart, he was a ring general. So he's obviously a leader of the ring, whereas Captain America is the leader of the Avengers and he's he's got that army background as well. So that's the way I kinda intertwined the two of them. Yeah, can't can't uh, can't knock any of your choices. I'm trying to think of if I think of anyone else, uh, any of the other characters. Um I would just really just for my own entertainment see uh, looking sharp as Tony Stark, just because he can make anything work. I'm sure he can make make Tony Stark work as well. Uh, yeah, definitely. <laughs> uh, Iron Man just without the O, so he's a uh, orange and blue instead of uh, gold and red. That yeah. would be. It'd be something. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, both in agreement. It would be something. Don't know if it'd be good or not, but it would certainly be something. So during this, uh, oh, and our other question from Instagram, we've got Tom Humphreys, who writes our Future Shock articles. Uh, who's the best Marvel superhero? We kind of covered that anyway with uh, with uh, Captain America um, and Punisher. Uh, DC, who would be your, your favourite DC? It's Batman, isn't it? Yes. Uh, there's nobody else. Like, Batman is just... DC, like, DC never had Batman when I don't think DC would have anything to stand with. Yeah, I'm, I'm, it's, yeah, it's, it's, hard, it's hard to argue. I mean, Batman technically isn't really a superhero. He's a really rich guy with toys, but he's still the best one uh, by far. Um, yeah, so back to wrestling, I suppose. We should kind of wind our way back there. Um, so, We'll kind of discuss what you've actually we're not going to speak about wrestling because the other thing I've got on my list here is your Twitch channel. So you've been trying Twitch. You've been one of the there's many people trying Twitch during this lockdown period. Um yeah. what's what what what's your gaming style? What's what's your games that you're you're twitching at the moment? Oh well when I started off it was mostly Red Dead Redemption Two. And then I kind of just started doing like all the Telltale series games that I had, so like The Walking Dead, The Wolf Among Us, The Batman. Have you finished the first Walking Dead yet? Oh yeah. Oh, I did, did you cry at the end? Because I did. Like, I've replayed season one like maybe eight times and every time I cried. I know, I didn't expect to be, be so emotionally moved by a game. And uh, I've started the second one very recently and uh, I was like, oh, this, this will make me cry. And within the first hour, I'd already killed a dog and I was like... It's horrible. 
I haven't finished it, so I don't want any spoilers, but I, I, I know oh. for a fact I'm not going to be happy at the end. <laughs> um, well, depending if you like a certain character, then you might be happy with the end. All right, I'll, I'll bear that in mind. But yeah, the, the dog killing, once I finished that episode, I was like, I need yeah. to take a break from this. This isn't yeah. this isn't fun for me anymore. But um, yeah, I enjoy the Telltale ones. I'm trying to find Guardians of the Galaxy. It seems to be really hard to, to get. Or if you do find yeah. it, it's like a ridiculous price. Because uh, I, I don't know why, but I'm trying to find that. And uh, I want to find Back to the Future again. Oh, Sorry? Is it a PlayStation or an Xbox? Uh, PlayStation. It's on. It's still on the PlayStation Store, I'm sure, because the first time I seen it was on the PS Store from the PS3, but I never bothered buying it at the time. And then I recently came across it on the PS4 Store and bought it there. So it mm-hmm. can still be. I'll go have a look for it, because it keeps coming up unavailable, and it says it's because you haven't bought the Guardians of the Galaxy. I know. I want to buy it. That's why I'm here. Um, yeah, but I, was, I definitely want to want to try. But yeah, the Telltale games. I've once I've played, I've super enjoyed uh, Walking Dead. Uh, I started the Batman ones. I've just like played the, the free episodes and uh, yeah. kind of wait for them to rock bottom in price and then just pick them up. Then, um, but yeah, super fun. Uh, Life is Strange as well is another one that I quite enjoyed at the time. So you had your Telltale, your Red Dead. Anything else? Um. A bit of Fall Guys, and that now recently I've been streaming God of War. Okay, um, I think they're on the PlayStation now. I'm going to have to give them a go, the God of War games. I've never never played them. so I've played the original ones for like the PS2 and the PS3, but I saw for the... Like the PS5 announcements, like when they were announcing the game, they were announcing God of War 2. And it's essentially Kratos versus four. And I say to myself, this is going to be amazing. But I've never played like the first one. So luckily I said to a friend who I know has the game, like if I could get a shot it off him and he's gave me a loan it. And honestly, it's such a good game. I really regret not getting on it at the time it came out. You have to keep an eye. I mean, at the moment, I think um, I'm for some reason for someone who never doesn't like football, I end up I've bought FIFA twenty um, because it was like super cheap. Because I used to, I used to like football, but then I, I preferred to watch um, guys in their pants pretend to fight each other. So I mean, that that was more exciting to me than. Uh, <laughs> and if anything, it is it's realer than football uh, at times. But uh, yeah, I've, I've been playing that and. Uh, I just got PS Now again, and so I was trying Power Rangers, Return of the Grid, and all that kind of stuff. So, um, yeah, it's, I, I, I did Twitch for a little bit, but then I realised I wanted to play in peace, and I, and I didn't want to have to speak as much as I could if I could yeah, avoid it. So instead, I set up, set up a podcast instead, which was just all speaking and seeing my face. So I didn't really think it all the way through. Um, so, yeah, so... Your plans for the future, just get everywhere you can uh, or, or stick with where you're at. So we'll go with our starter for uh, start for 10. It's a totally different thing. Our uh, 10 count. So we've got 10 names. And with that, uh, I'll read them out. You can be your uh, first opinion, word, whatever. I'm not going to, I'm not holding you to any particular rules. Just I'm going to call these names out one at a time. So we'll start with number one, TJ Rage. Coach. Two, Undertaker. Legend. Three, Jason Hyde. Goff. Four, Uno Raw. Pa. Five, The Punisher. Hero. Six, Hardcore Holly. Legend. Seven, Krieger. Hero. Eight, Rain. Best friend. Uh, nine, John Cena. I can't see him. Ten, Thanos. God. See, easy as that. So it's, not, it's not a difficult game. Uh, so you mentioned Rain there. Rain, of course, has, has been interviewed with us before uh, with just everything. I think we've very much uh, 
reigns everywhere when it comes to, to anything that we do at the moment, which is great. It's great to see. And so was, was, was did she go training with you initially or was it just a case of became friends because of wrestling? Or uh, Well, I knew her before any of us started training. Like, I knew her since the both of us were 13, 14. And then uh, she was training with the asylum and then I was training elsewhere at the time but then like she got injured and then like when she recovered from her injury she wanted to try a different school so I said to her come train with me see what it's like see if you like it and she did and she's been at it ever since. So have you I think you have if I mind right but have you been able to get into the ring with her at all? I should know this. A, a um, feeling that you've been in like scrambles, maybe six I mile eliminations, possibly. No, sadly, no. The only time I can really think of ever being in the ring with her was a. It was a gala show, and she was the referee for the show. I think that's the only time I've ever actually got in the ring with her, which is quite disappointing. Well, add, add that to the list. Uh, your one-on-one match against Ewan with an actual crowd, and uh, to and against Rain. Uh, is there any any? I said you want to face everyone, but is there anyone that you want to particularly be against? Say fantasy match. Uh, Who would be your dream opponent that's active anywhere in the world? Oh boy! Um, honestly, I would need to go with TJ Rage because I I'm a big lover of the student and master like matches storyline so i feel like i mean because obviously tj has been my coach for years like i feel like me and him could have a belter that's that's our 2030 main event sorted for for hamden wrestlemania uh, yes i'm sure tj will still be absolutely going in 10 years time no bother oh. He's a, he's a monster. There's no stopping that man. I've, I've often, I think I said, possibly a review I've done in the past, he's like, for me, he's like that big show kind of guy in Scotland. As in, as in, if you ever need a guy to be your, your main event or to be anywhere in the card that's going to put on an absolute solid match, no complaints, it's TJ Rage. That's who you have. That's your utility player. He'll yeah. go in anywhere and he'll make up, he'll have a, give you a, a great match. Um, so it's just um, it's a shame that I don't, that kind of the bigger companies haven't grabbed him or if, he, if he's just not if he's quite happy with what he's doing but he's definitely a guy that can be just oh he's a guy that could anywhere. go well and everywhere really like as you said like anywhere in the car they can have a belt or a match whether he's the opener or the main event or first half main event like anywhere in the car he'll give you the match that is needed. Absolutely. He would always be the guy that would be like, uh, if you go against a champion, you think, oh, the champion's name. It's, it's, it's a little show. He's not going to lose. And then you have TJ Rage and he's, you, by the end of it, you're like going, oh no, hang on. This, this Rage might actually win this. Uh, so, like I said, we discussed where you want to be, what you want to do and everything. But what... What would you say you're, I mean, like I say, all over the place with this podcast as always, but what would you say your, your style be? Is it just uh, the literally the batter portion, a bit of a brawler, or have you got a little bit of high flying in there as well? Uh, I'd mostly say, like, brawler and a kind of grappler. Like, I like throwing people about as well, hitting them. Like, I'm more intent to suplex somebody than I'm up to punch them, but... It's that way, like, whatever needed at the time, that's what I'll do. I suppose when you're saying you started off uh, learning about grappling and, and that on mats, that's kind of the, the way to go, is it? You know how to grab and throw someone before um, yeah. you, you try and, and go for the brawling and the, and the punching, which uh, it's never a bad thing. You, you'll, never, you'll always get out of trouble if, if you know how to, to throw someone about and grapple them down. Um, yeah, to say now, if you if, when hopefully you get your one on one up at FPWA, um, I could see yourself and Andy Wilde possibly doing something 
special. Yeah. If you if you like throwing folk about, Andy will definitely uh, reciprocate. <laughs> I think there'll be a match in the future for sure. Um, so before I take up any more of your time, we'll get the social media plugs in. Um, where can people find you on social media? People can find me on social media on Twitter at Stone Malone PW, Facebook Stone Malone, and Instagram and Stone Malone PW as well. Absolutely easy, easy to find. But yeah, thank you very much for joining us on the show. I've, I've really enjoyed it. I think we've got to know a little bit more about you. Um, like I say, I mean, I'll, I'll, you'll be the one of the first people I tweet if if the the Spider Man news breaks. I'm sure. Um, yeah. Just just gonna just double check just to make sure I've got no more uh, questions popping in. No, it's just Brent making sure that you're definitely going to answer the Avengers questions. So that's fine. We've already sorted that, and I'm yeah. sure he's got his own ideas. And if anyone else has. When this goes out, tweet me. I, I, I'm very interested to know who who would be your uh, Scottish wrestling Batman. Oh, I'm seeing Liam Thompson. I don't know what I think. Just because like old man Bruce kind of thing. That's a, a tricky one. I'd maybe say this is going to be weird, but I'm kind of picturing Christian Bale Batman, and for that, I'd maybe say oh, maybe. Jack Morris. Yeah, yeah, I can see it now. I don't. Th- he could probably just rock the Adam West Batman suit, and you could still have the six pack coming through as well. Yeah. No. Or uh, no, no, he can get the George Clooney nipple one. Why not? Oh. Right. <laughs> and with that, I think that's, there's no other way that we can wrap up the podcast than discussing uh, Jack Morris and and uh, George Clooney nipples. Anyway, it's okay. But yeah, thank you very much for for taking part and uh, look forward to everyone hearing it and hopefully get loads of, of suggestions for anything for, for Avengers. I'm really excited to, to find out. Uh, but yeah, thanks again. Thanks for having me, man.